Lord, everybody. Are you glad to be in the house of the Lord tonight? Have you come to worship Him? The Bible says that God is a spirit, and they that worship Him must worship in spirit and in truth. I'm so glad that I know the truth. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one. I'm so glad that Jesus Christ is God manifest in the flesh. I'm so glad that I know that the name of Jesus is the name that's above every other name. I'm so glad that I have the Holy Ghost deep down inside of my soul. And so I've come to praise God and to worship Him in spirit and in truth. Come on, let's have some church tonight, would you? In Jesus' name.
Amen. God bless you. Wave at somebody by you and say, I'm so glad to see you again in the house of the Lord. And to those that are outside in the uh, overflow area, glad that you could see us. All right. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Actually, I was, if you'd like to be seated for a moment, you may do so. Actually, this morning I was going through some, it was yesterday, I was going through some pictures on my old phone, and uh, I came across a picture that Brother Randall had drawn for me several years ago, and the picture was of this old building, and it had water flowing out of the back doors and out of the side doors, and uh, he did that in uh, as a response to a dream that I had several years ago. And in the dream, I saw water stains all over this building, water in the floor, water stains in the ceiling, and the water was running down the center aisle and out the doors. And um, the Lord later told me that that water represented the Spirit of God that will flow through this congregation. And in my dream, I saw the building that is out there, our, our new addition, and I saw a video out there and of people sitting out there because we were full in here. Well, this is about, I don't can't count the many times that that's come true, but this is another fulfillment of that dream. Some are out there because we can't get everybody in here. And the water of the Spirit is flowing here tonight. Amen. So happy for that. Step into the water. Wait out a little bit deeper. Uh-huh. Oh. Come on, somebody help me. Amen. Amen. Ezekiel said, I stepped in the water and the water was ankle deep. And I went out a little farther and it was knee deep. I went out just a little farther and it was hip deep. And I said, I can't stop here. I think I'll go just a little bit farther. And he waited out a little more and he said, it was up to my chest. And he said, I'm out here far enough as it is. I might as well go as far as I can. And pretty soon he said, I had water that was everywhere. And so I'm telling you tonight, there's enough water of the Spirit to go around. That's what our city needs is an outpouring of the water of the Spirit. And so tonight, just step into the water. All right. I was going to preach, but I'm not, all right? So I, I came up here to receive an offering. <laughs> now, don't get quiet on me. <laughs> Ushers, if you want to come and wait up on us, and while they're coming, I have some exciting news. Is Brother Pat, Pat Pastor Pat here? Pastor Pat, there you are. Okay. I wanted uh, just some exciting things, and I don't know, even know if you, have you heard any news? <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I'm telling him for the first time, too. It's my understanding that, okay, Father, bless the offering in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Go ahead, gentlemen. It's my understanding we had a board meeting this last week, and you, I, I saw on the paper it said that Byron was approved for $10,000. That's what I saw from Greg Tucker. 
It said 2020, so it's 2020, so that's what I saw. So that's, that's, that's the church in Byron. That's, that's Firstborn Reach. Another exciting thing, and he'll probably talk about when he comes up here, they bought a building, awesome building, very nice building, so they'll talk about that. But then we got some more exciting news, and that is Firstborn Ministerios Hispano. Gloria a Dios. Jesus is Dios, amen. Gloria, 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 Señor Jesus. They were, they were approved for North American mission status by the United Pentecostal Church. And so we are so proud of them. All right. All right. Go, I know who's up next. All right. Go ahead and sing. I don't know what I'm doing.
Let's keep it going in here, can we? How many are happy to be in the house of God tonight? Huh? Feels like, feels like I, I you know what? I'm never really away from home a lot. But let me tell you, I have been excited to come up and to be home and worship in my church family. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So I'm going to quick share something with you. Pastor, I did not know. I did not know this. We have been going through some things, and the music can keep on going. Let's keep this rolling. Thank you, Jesus. So we've, we've had some hurdles and obstacles in the new building. What, okay. My lips are sealed. I'm not supposed to tell anybody, right? Okay, I'll wait till I find out. Anyways, we've had some issues with the building all of a sudden due to the weather and the climate. God is an on-time God pastor. So we've, we've got some dear brethren from the south, um, the church in Marshall, Illinois, um, who's going to be aiding us with the, with the uh, installation and the purchase of some equipment that we lack in the church. 
And so just to fast forward this real quick, we don't have heating and AC in this building. We have radiant tube, which is, it just it drops heat very hot, makes you feel like you have a fever on when it, fever when it's on because it just it heats the fixtures. So we, we had to cancel service one Sunday morning because we came in and we had mold on the chairs. And I'm like, what next? <laughs> we get something going and what next? And so anyways, we put our heads together, got it all cleaned together. We had church the next Sunday, um, got the ball rolling. And now just this week, just Thursday, I got called back. I went ahead and get the go-ahead. Let's get this stuff coming, and I'm going to make a trip down to pick up the equipment, trying to figure out how all to do this. And would you know that the bill for the equipment and everything we need came in just short of $10,000? Huh? Huh? Praise God. I had no idea. And I was thinking, God is an on-time God. Despite the circumstances we live in right now, does not stop God from moving in your church service. Huh? So I'm going to get out of the way. I'm going to let these fine women and ladies sing. Let's keep on worshiping God, can we?
God bless everybody. I hope everybody's having a blessed day today in this wonderful service. Praise the Lord.
in the room here tonight hallelujah well yes you know what that's right Isaac tell it Isaac missed Sunday night service that's what's that's what's going on up here Josh and Ashley I think he missed Sunday night service he's been up here just dancing and shouting that's right I know I've said it before, but I won't let a little child outdance me and outshout me. Because there's something else I got to tell you. Anthony's missed Sunday night service too. And I'm so glad. It's almost like 
The enemy of this world did not want us to have another Sunday night service. I mean, come on, it wasn't supposed to rain today. We got up this morning, no percent chance of rain at 7 o'clock. And then all of a sudden this afternoon, they said, well, there might, there might be a small shower. Small. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, all the heavens just opened up and let me tell you, thank you to those that helped us carry this stuff in. I won't start naming names, but there's a lot of guys around here with drenched shirts. And ladies, thank you so much for the guys and ladies. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But you know what? Brother Kyle, we were talking, well, I guess we're not going to be able to have it. But you know what? I think the devil has a black eye tonight because we said we're going to figure it out. We're still going to social distance and do what we need to do. But firstborn said we're having church and that's what we're doing tonight. There ain't nobody going to stop us. So I just came to tell you tonight, I'm here to put another black eye on the devil in this place. I have not come to play church. I've come to have church and to preach what I believe the Lord has asked me to preach. And I have felt this all day today. And I believe that if you will help me preach the word of the Lord here tonight, that what we feel in this place would just continue on past even tonight, even to this week, while you're at your workplace, while you're wherever you might be at your home, and God will be with you during those times. If you have your Bibles here, we'll turn to Proverbs 13. I'm going to end up kicking that off the stage. Amen. Woo. It's hot in here. <laughs> but more than that, I feel the fire of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Proverbs 13 and verse number 12. Hope deferred maketh the heart sick. But when the desire cometh, it is a tree of life. <laughs> I want to talk for the next few moments here tonight on this simple subject. Hope deferred. Hope deferred. Amen. Can we all just audibly hear it this evening? Just worship the Lord one more time together. Thank you, Lord. Can you open up your mouth and say, thank you, Jesus. I love you, Lord. Oh, I praise you this evening. I thank you, Lord, for bringing us together on this Sunday evening. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. And I'm so thankful tonight, Lord. I am so thankful tonight, Lord, that you have brought us together again on a Sunday night. 
I am so thankful tonight, Lord, for your protection. And I pray that your will would be done. Hallelujah, Jesus. Just for a second, let's wait upon the Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. God is doing something in this room here this evening. He's doing something in our midst. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. We worship you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. You may be seated. Amen. Will you preach with me here tonight? Amen. Have you ever felt like, <clears throat> boy, oh boy, I, I, wish, I wish that this day would end. Or maybe in the circumstances we are in, Boy, I wish this month or 2020 would end. <laughs> I mean, things have been building up. Pressure seems more than we can bear. We've all have tried to wish and even pray things would go away in our life. Have you ever been there where you said, Lord, please take this away. Jesus was there in his own flesh. He said, God, if it is possible, take this cup from me. We all have times in our life where we do not want to bear what we have to go through. And I believe this is one of those times, maybe, be, maybe for all of us, that we really don't want to be in the place that we are in. We want church to be back to normal. We want to have Sunday evening service every Sunday. But no one, no one likes waiting. It feels good to get what we want. But when our expectations are delayed for a long time, we all experience disappointment and even loss of hope. There isn't one of us that doesn't feel disappointed when things don't go as planned. In some cases, prolonged waiting for what we eagerly desire can become such an affliction to us that it differs little from a lingering sickness. This scenario is the exact meaning, I believe, of Solomon's words when he said, hope deferred makes a heart, the heart, sick. The term deferred in this passage means to put off, to drag out, as in a long, drawn out process. Hope deferred 
looks like many different things. Some, it's a prayer of salvation for a loved one that continues unanswered year after year after year. For some, it's an agonizing job search filled with endless interviews and rejections. For some, it's a long-term battle with cancer or a heartbreaking string of miscarriages. For some, it might have even been a few months ago the stay-at-home order, unable to see church family or even natural family. Some, even today, you're unable to be around your grandkids or your kids or other family or even in church we have to be socially distanced and we cannot communicate the same way we did over five months ago because of what is happening in this world today. It all feels like a battle that is happening in our lives. We eagerly hope for some day that it will all change. But it seems it keeps getting postponed. And even now, last week, you see as the governor comes out and says, we might have to go back to where we were at before. And regardless of what you think or where, I'm not talking about any of that tonight. I'm just giving you what he said and the things that are happening in this world. And you look at that and you say, I can't go back to what happened. I would go crazy. And everything feels to be deferred. Again and again and again. There are some in this room here this evening that you're battling with severe depression. You're battling with severe depression because of what has been happening in this world. God wants to deliver you from severe depression tonight in this service. I come to tell you here this evening that you do not have to have hope deferred any longer with whatever is the issue happening in your life tonight. We might not be able to change what is happening in the world or what is happening in the greater Rockford land area, but I do know one thing that we can change. We can change on how much the intercessory prayer of the saints of men and women of God keeps going before the throne of grace and mercy and saying God we need a change God we need a deliverance God our hope is being deferred and I know by the end of this service here tonight someone can leave this place at firstborn and say I came in with hope deferred but I'm leaving rejoicing and shouting because God is still on the throne His name is Jesus He is not dead He is not asleep His arm is not too short Firstborn Firstborn ministerials Firstborn reach God is for you And if God is for you No one can be against you My Lord, did you hear that testimony tonight? Pastor Patrick had no idea he was getting even any money from NAM, North American Missions. They had a problem. And then senior pastor gets up. He didn't know it was going to be $10,000. 
He gets up and says 10,000. I saw Patrick start shouting in the back. I wondered why he came up here and told us there might have been a lot of hope Patrick that was being deferred in your life you say God you blessed us with a building God you've done this and you've done that but look at us now look where we're at but God is an on time God yes he is There's someone in this service tonight. You don't know what you're going to do when you leave here. You don't know how you're going to make it this week. You don't understand what the doctor's going to say. But just as he did it for Pastor Pat, he will do it for you. Hope deferred. Can I be real here this evening and tell you that you are not the only one going through depression. You're not the only one going through heartache. You're not the only one going through maybe a relapse. You might, there might be someone here tonight. In the name of Jesus. You've relapsed with something in your life. You're saying, God, I thought I had taken care of that a long time ago. I come to tell you the same God that brought you out the first time is the same God that's going to bring you out the second time. The same God that brought you out the second time is going to be the same God that will bring you out a third time. The same God that brought you out a third time is the same God that's going to bring you out a fourth time. The same God that brought you out a fourth time is the same God Your hope doesn't have to be deferred any longer. Tonight's your night. Today's your day. You don't got to relapse any longer. Hallelujah. Remember, it was the wisest man to ever live that wrote the book of Proverbs, King Solomon. Most scholars believe he wrote this to his son and other boys that were growing up to be men in the kingdom. But this is more than just to boys or men, but to every person who desires righteous living. Solomon must have lived this himself. Listen to me now. He lived this, I believe, himself. Somewhere he had deferred hopes. And he penned these words to let us know that we would all suffer times with deferred hope. And he understood that when there is deferred hope, it, you become sick. Maybe not physically, but emotionally, mentally, spiritually. Someone here believes God has let them down.
And you have followed a different path for your life than the path that God has put in front of you. Because of hope. You looked at the world and saw hope. What you believed was hope. You looked at certain places and said, there's where hope is. And I need hope. And you have chosen and ran to the things of this world to fill a spot that only God can fill. Your hope will not be found in the things and the programs of this world. Can I go a step further and say, your hope will not be found in the programs of the church. Oh, you say, wow, that's a little... No, those are man-made things. They might help, but there is not true, all-fulfilling hope. I love children's ministry and youth ministry, and that plays a role. I love outreach, and that plays a role. I love the praise team, but they will never be able to bring true hope to your life. You can listen to a million songs, beautiful songs by the Campbells. You can listen to the beautiful drum playing by Brother Steve and, and, the, and the bass playing by Brother Dwayne. You can put that on your radio and it brings a sense of praise and worship. But that will never bring you true and lasting hope. This man right here, I can't do it. I can preach to him blue in my face. It will never bring lasting hope. There's only a man named Jesus. Only Jesus can satisfy. And so as I'm closing here this evening, hope deferred. There's many of you that's hope deferred. You believe, like I preached a few weeks ago, that you thought your ministry was going to start, but it's hope deferred. You thought that you would you would take off with what was going to happen in 2020, but it feels like hope deferred. You feel like you are in the middle of the shadow of death, as it says in Psalm, the 23rd chapter. But let me tell you where this message was birthed from. It was birthed from me putting in a cassette tape and listening to Senior Pastor as he preached Sister Campbell's funeral, Sister uh, what, Sandy Campbell, huh? Sister Sandy Campbell's funeral. Huh? It was the can I say it was a great funeral? I'm not trying to be disrespectful. It was a wonderful funeral. It was a beautiful funeral. We came in on a Sunday morning and we flat had church with Sister Campbell laying in that casket. Why? Because that's what she wanted. Her last will was said, you better get in there and you better flat have some church. You better get the choir up there. They better sing a fast song. Don't be dead dry church. You be apostolic. Pentecostal at my funeral and that's what happened senior pastor said this statement there can be no shadows in the valley of darkness unless there was at least a glimmer of light There can be no shadows in the valley of darkness unless 
there was a glimmer of light. One person said this, where there is light, there must be a shadow. Where there is a shadow, there must be a light. There is no shadow without light and no light without a shadow. I feel like this evening, someone is going through the shadow of the valley and you feel like it's even a valley of death spiritually or physically. But you can't have a shadow without a glimmer of light coming through. This is what God said. He said he made two great lights. He made the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. He also made the stars. What does the moon do? The moon has no good on its own. It is only a reflection from the sun. If it wasn't for the greater light, if it wasn't for the sun, the lesser light would never, ever shine. Jesus Christ is the light. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He's the light. He's the great light. Let me tell you, if it wasn't for Jesus, none of us here would be able to shine as a lesser light. The only reason we are here is not because we're good on our own, but it's because there is a greater light in the valley of shadow that you are at. And that valley of shadow, the greater light, is Jesus Christ. And that light is shining on a lesser light, you and I, and we're reflecting the glory of God. So at the end of this message, I'll just come to tell you something real simple. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. But you don't got to be hope deferred any longer when you leave here tonight. I don't, unless a miracle happens, we're going to leave here. COVID's still going to be out there. We're going to leave here. Some of y'all still going to be sick. I'm not prophesying that. I believe everyone could be healed. But I'm just stating real facts here. But when you feel like you leave this room. And you feel like the hope is gone. You need to start looking for the shadow. There it is. Start looking for the shadow. Because where there's a shadow, I'm in the light. There's my shadow. Oh, hallelujah. Thank God for the shadow. Because when there's a shadow, there's a greater light that's shining on me. There's a light that's shining on you here tonight. It's the greater light, Brother Joe. It's the light of Jesus Christ. And he's looking down. And he's saying, I want to shine off you tonight. He's saying, I want to shine off you tonight. I'm shining off of you. I'm shining off of you. Willie, it's shining off of you. And let it shine on me. 
Someone needs to get up and say, let it shine on me tonight. You see my shadow? Have hope tonight because there's a shadow in the room. You might not be able to see your own shadow, but look around you. There's some lesser light shining in this room because God is doing something. Let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. close with this a few years ago maybe a year ago we had a what's called a total eclipse was it last year last year I think you can maybe be seated for just a moment then I'll be done I think I'm just there was a total eclipse <clears throat> there's some lady who sang a song total eclipse of the heart I have no idea who it is. 80s, yes. I, I was barely born in the 80s, so I have no idea who this was. But this lady's career was resurrected because of her song, A Total Eclipse of My Heart or Your Heart, one of the two. The, the heart, see? Thank you. This lady's career was resurrected because of that. I mean, she was sitting at home doing nothing. Like, hey, there's a total eclipse. We might as well call this lady. She got a song about it. But a total eclipse happens. It happens when the sun, the earth, and the moon are aligned perfectly, or nearly so. With the earth between the sun and the moon. Remember, the moon only reflects the sun. And so the earth's shadow falls onto the lunar surface facing the night side of the planet. Such that the shadow gradually darkens the full moon, causing a lunar eclipse. For those few moments where the sun hides, it almost seems like it sets in the world. I watched it. It was awesome. The animals become confused. They start going to their nest and dens to go to sleep. The nocturnal animals start coming out because they think it's night. The birds whistle their evening tune. But just minutes later, the darkness that covered the earth starts to turn back to light. tell you at the end of this message it feels like the past few months has been a total eclipse of our heart but I want to tell you hope deferred doesn't last forever the night won't last forever
The darkness is only temporary. The devil has been trying to take advantage of the darkness that he thinks the world is in. He believes darkness has fallen not only on the United States of America, but on the entire world. And I can almost hear as he says, this is my time to come out in the darkness of the deepest night this world has ever seen in a hundred years. I can almost hear the enemy say, it's time for me to put the finishing touches on the church of the living God. It's now time for me to make the church cower in a corner. But what the devil and the enemy of this world has failed to realize is this. That it's only a shadow. It's only a shadow. And the sun is starting to peek out from behind that shadow again. Devil, what you don't understand is in the back of the book, it says in the last days, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And so the darker it gets, the more powerful the church becomes. The darker it gets, the brighter, the lesser light's going to shine. The sun might have been hot in a long time in your life. But it's coming out again. It's coming out again. It was only an eclipse. It was only a shadow. Yeah. It was only a shadow. I feel a shout coming on. I felt it this whole message. If I could just convince somebody that this might be the end. It might be the end of the world as we know it. But it's the greatest day for the church. Our hope has been deferred long enough. Our heart has been sick long enough. And I command in the name of Jesus the sun to start shining again on firstborn ministries, on firstborn ministerials, Espanol, on firstborn reach of Byron. In the name of Jesus, I pray that we would reflect the greater light and that we would be the lesser light. Hope is not going to be diverted any longer. Now is the day. Today is the day. Now is the time for the church. Well, I wish somebody so would catch on fire. Catch on fire. Catch on fire. I wish somebody so would catch on fire. Burning with the hope. Oh, I wish somebody so would catch on fire. Catch on fire. I wish somebody so would catch on fire with the Holy Ghost. Well, I wish somebody so would catch on fire. Catch on fire. Catch on fire. I wish somebody so would catch on fire. Burning with the Holy Ghost. Someone needs to say tonight, devil. 
You've been putting me in darkness long enough. Today's my day. I'm coming out. I'm coming out. I'm coming out with Jesus Christ. And I'm ready to shine as the lesser light. I'm ready to bring the gospel to my family. I'm ready to bring the gospel to my friends. I'm ready to bring the gospel to my church. Well, I wish somebody so would. Catch on fire. Catch on fire. Catch on fire. I wish somebody so would. Catch on fire. Burn it with the Holy Ghost. Well, I wish somebody so would. Catch on fire. Catch on fire, catch on fire. I wish somebody stole would catch on fire. Burning with the Holy Ghost. This is, a, I've said it so many times, but I want us to really understand this as we leave. This is our greatest hour. Today is our day. I talked a few weeks ago about stop deferring things to tomorrow. Today is the best day to ever live for the Lord. Today is the greatest day of revival that we have ever seen. I claim in the name of Jesus that you would pour out the windows of heaven. A great revival in the greater Rockland area. South Beloit, Byron, Roscoe, Rockton. Come on, step in the water tonight. Stop waiting around for the angel to stir it. God has stirred up the water tonight. You say, how do I get in? You just take a step and say, God, I'm here. I want my soul to catch on fire tonight. without the beat of the drums or the beat of the music lift up a praise to the Lord here tonight that's it, that's it, that's it the light is starting to shine again in many of your lives come on that's it come on press a little further God can meet you right in your seat. You don't got to come up front. You don't got to have hands laid on you right now in the name of Jesus. I pray that the Holy Spirit would move from the front of this room, from the platform, all the way to the overflow, and all the way back in the name. Come on, that's it.
Come on, that's it. God is moving on many folks. Many men and women. Don't miss your chance right now. God wants to fill you with the Holy Ghost tonight. Right at your seat. Come on, if you've never received the Holy Ghost, I want you to raise your hands. God wants to fill you right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, that's it. He can fill you with a mask on. He can refill you if you have a mask on. That don't matter for God. That don't matter. All things are possible. Come on, that's it in the name of Jesus. Come on, open up and just speak His name. Just for a moment now, let's wait upon the Lord at the end of this service. That's it. Just wait. That's it. Let the Holy Ghost flow through you right now. God wants to use you. And just press a little further here tonight in the name of Jesus. That's it. Let the Holy Ghost flow right now in your life. Come on, that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Come on, that's it. All around. Yes, yes, yes. Come on, that's it. Cry out to God tonight. Your hope doesn't have to be deferred. That's it. Come on, His light is shining in this room for you. Come on, that's it. 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Oh, yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, oh yeah, though my hope is in Jesus, thank God my yesterday's gone, and all my sins are forgiven. I've been washed by the blood. Oh, sing it again. Oh, my hope is in Jesus. Thank God my yesterday's gone. Oh, my sins are forgiven. I've been washed by the blood I've been held by the Savior I've felt far from above I've been down to the river I ain't the same A prodigal return Yes! Oh, my hope is in Jesus. Thank God, my yesterday, yesterday is gone. Oh, my sins are they're forgiven. Oh, I've been washed by the blood, and I'm no stranger to the prison. Oh, I've worn shackles and chains, but I've been freed and forgiven. Yes, I have. I ain't going back. I'll never be the same. You can say that tonight. Oh, I'm not going back. Yes. And thank God my yes. Yesterday's gone. Oh. Well, I've been washed by. Oh yes. There's a kind of thing that just breaks a man. Yes. Breaks him down to his knees. God, I've been broken more than a time or two. Yes, Lord. But then it picked me up and showed me how to be free. Well, 
sing like a big choir here tonight well oh my hope is in Jesus thank God my yesterday's gone one more time say oh my hope well, it's in Jesus. Yesterday's gone. Oh, I've been washed. I've been washed by the blood. How many is thankful for that tonight, for God's touch in this place? How many is thankful tonight that hope doesn't have to be deferred any longer? How many is thankful tonight for the light of Jesus Christ? Amen. God bless you tonight is our prayer. Thank you for coming to this united service with all of our family and friends. We love each and every one of you. I wish I could give all you a big hug, a big slap on the back, a big handshake. But we're asking folks to refrain from that, please. Please help us with that tonight. Also, if you can help us with this, I know we've had a tremendous service, and after these kind of services, we want to go love on everybody, and we want to just, because we are feeling good. I mean, it feels good in here tonight, amen? But if you will, please just head to your cars, do a little shout around it, and then get home and do a little shout at home with your family, <laughs> and then get up tomorrow and do a little shout tomorrow morning before work. <laughs> And then come back home and do a little shout with your family when you get back home. We're asking you, if you will, just please help us not congregate uh, in the church. If you will, please help us with that. I know it's very difficult, but we want to do our best to try and uh, prevent the spread of, of this terrible disease. We love you all. We will see Firstborn Ministries back here at 8213. Firstborn Ministerial, see you at your home church this next Sunday. Firstborn Reach of Byron. See you at your new home in Byron. Love you all. Have a great night.